In terms of making a career change, I think one of the beauties of being in your 50s is the accumulation of life experience. Shake it up, take it down, see the eyes, show them why. Do you see the real me? Living proud, living loud, I'm living. Welcome to Living Loud, Living Long. We are a peer community for well-living for 50 Up Women that guides you to become the person you want to be. We are where you go to experience and learn how to create your life without limits, a community of like-minded women who want to lead healthy, active, and fulfilled lives in their second act. We provide you with the learning and support so that you can get that healthy, well-living second act. We thank especially all of our patrons who are providing financial support to bring you these wonderful podcasts that inspire you and give you the learning that you need to see change in your life. We also thank our corporate sponsors, such as Team Vivo, who are partnering with us to spread our message and support us in our podcasts and our other programs that we offer to 50 Up Women. We encourage you, if you enjoy what we are doing, if you like this podcast, show us that you like it by liking, sharing, leaving comments about our great podcasts, and donating by becoming a patron on our Podbean account. You can also learn more at our website, livingloudlivinglong.com, and you can become a corporate sponsor or encourage corporations to sponsor our podcast and our other activities for 50 Up Women. Jennifer, welcome to Living Loud, Living Long, and we're really excited to be talking with you today about your creative side and your creative life as an artist and transformations that you are looking forward to in your life and your career. Well, thank you so much for having me. This is a topic that means a lot to me and I have a lot of energy around it. Oh, wonderful. I wanted to start off our conversation today by asking you, when did you realize that you were an artist and what was happening in your life at the time that played a role in this realization? Well, being able to articulate that someone is an artist is different than doing a lot of art. So I would have to say, despite having my own studio and exhibiting group shows and getting a few awards, I never felt totally comfortable calling myself an artist until my neighbor a few doors up who used to be an art teacher she just was relentless about making me define myself as an artist. And that actually felt really good to have someone who was not a family member or a friend, a longtime friend to really say, hey, Jennifer, you are an artist. I really enjoyed your paintings and your artwork. And one thing I liked was how you dealt with that interface between nature and human construct, like buildings yet set in this uh, sort of natural setting. And that was really interesting to me. And so I was wondering if you could talk to us a little bit about how you developed this approach 
what interests you about these kinds of places? So I have a belief that art comes from each individual sort of inner philosophy and, and, and their sense of place. And I live in a, it's considered the Garden District of Philadelphia. And I work in a neighborhood, and yet my studio is in yet another neighborhood. And I also live within walking distance of this beautiful gorge-like valley called the Wissahickon with miles and miles of trails. So every day, I am touching foot in a very urban world and then also a bucolic natural world. And I love the fact that when I'm hiking, if I look in the distance, I might see the silhouette of some buildings or I'm very aware the people I pass come from all different parts of the city. So it's its own community, actually, when I'm on the trails. And then when I'm in the city at my studio, a whole different vibe, um, equally exciting. I like driving by buildings and seeing some that are withering away and crumbling. And I like seeing some graffiti and noticing beautiful Art Deco architecture next to colonial architecture. So I just have to say that my environment is a complete merging of the natural world and urban life. So it makes sense that that's what I explore in my paintings because that's what I find magical, that energy. And I wanted to explore your work a little bit more to talk about what kinds of mediums that you're using and why you're choosing these types of mediums in your art. So I started out as an oil painter and then I started to feel the toxins in my throat. So I moved to acrylic and gouache. And right now I I'm working in acrylic. I used to work just on stretched canvases and then I found them too cumbersome to store. And with my studio, I have some large walls. And so I've, I now have pretty large canvases that I nail to the wall and then I paint directly that way. And I love that feeling of just pressing into a wall and knowing that when I'm done, I can roll them up and it's really easy to store and to ship. And then I found this other base that's called um, Yupo paper, and it's an archival kind of plasticky paper. And I've started painting on that. And what I really love is that the brush strokes and the layers come through in a different way than on canvas. So that's more recent. And then even more recently, in other words, since this past month, I've been working on very large pieces of cardboard that are about three quarters of an inch thick. So I ordered them specially. Mm -hmm. They're very thick. And then I've been putting plaster on top of that to texturize it, uh, sometimes in a grid pattern, and then painting landscapes on top of that. Living Loud, Living Long is a community. And we uh, focus on second acts for women 50 and, and over and really a lot of learning and sharing, with just like we're doing today. And I wanted to talk to you about uh, your thoughts on community uh, for art and other communities within your life that you may uh, explore or enjoy and how do they help you in your life or in your creativity? Uh, in my own life, I feel that uh, communities have evolved. And so I've been really involved in one community at one point, and then it sort of grows into something else. So the way I think of community is really something that expands and continues in ways you can't predict. 
So in terms of art, it's interesting you bring this up because one of the reasons I call myself an artist and continue to make art is I love the interaction with other artists and talking about art. And there's different kinds of conversations you can have. Some of them are more factual, sort of an exchange of information. And then there's other conversations that are not only that, they're also an exchange of energy. And they're the ones that I really love because I leave them feeling inspired or, or my mind might go to a new idea. And that's what's really exciting, interacting with other artists. I also wanted to touch on, because at Living Loud, Living Long, we do focus on women 50 and up when they're often finding that they want to transform their life. Often they're looking to make a new impact or, you know, some kind of change. It just is a natural transition point. So I was wondering if you have found any changes as you, you know, start to go into that 50 and up group. Have you found any changes through your career or your art or anything that is something that you've noticed as you start to go through this stage? Well, in terms of making a career change, I think one of the beauties of being in your 50s is the accumulation of life experience. And I can look back at the life experience and see patterns. I can see patterns in the decisions I've made. I also can see patterns in what I've made time for. What have I made room for in my life? And art has always risen to the top. So it was a natural thing for me to continue in that vein. But I think there's a lot of clues as to what a new direction could be in your 50s just because of the wealth of self-knowledge that comes. So there's first that. And then the second thing is the sharing of information and being in communities changes. For some reason, the zero-sum attitude, the competitiveness, I feel that was there in your 20s and your 30s and even in your 40s, it doesn't seem as relevant anymore to like my own happiness and my own pursuit. So there's more of a willingness to share, I think, in your 50s, and then also a willingness to take risks that are not about being the expert. The beauty of being totally immersed in something creative is it's it's a form of meditation. It's a form of giving your brain almost like a little spa day, you know, a rest. Well, Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing all your words of wisdom, especially about art, creativity, and philosophy. Thanks so much for joining us here at Living Loud, Living Long. It was my pleasure. I enjoyed our conversation as well. Looking for a positive, uplifting community for 50 and up women? We celebrate 50 and up women who are living loud, living long, with authentic stories of real people who are creating the life they want, winning athletes, entrepreneurs, and creatives. We are tsunami wiping away outdated ideas of who we are. We give voice, we give visibility, we give community, learning, sharing, changing, vibrant, healthy, strong. If that's you, you belong with us. If you enjoyed our podcast, support our work by clicking like, subscribing, becoming a member of L4 at livingloudlivinglong.com and donating to our Patreon account so we can keep bringing you awesomely inspiring people. See you next month.